What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You can follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. And if you listen to this episode and want to hear other Scout Team episodes, check them out on iTunes, subscribe to Football Game Plan Podcast, and leave us a five-star rating. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at YouTube.com slash Football Game Plan. Now, continuing with our 2018 NFL Draft Prospect Interviews today, we're joined by Andre Price of Lincoln University of Pennsylvania. Andre, I appreciate you taking time. I definitely appreciate you guys for having me on the show. We were talking a little bit before you jumped on, man. I was a color commentator on that game between the battle of the first, Lincoln University, Cheney University. This was last year, your, your debut at Lincoln. Go, let's go back to that game, and I wanted to ask you, how significant was that rivalry between those two programs? Because we now know that Cheney has – since then, shut down football. Um, I know it's definitely something that, uh, you know, both schools uh, take pride in. Um, you know, it was it was at our home, uh, our home stadium the last time you guys came out. I mean, it was packed from both sides. Um, as soon as I got out here, uh, my first time I stepped out, stepped foot out Lincoln campus in August, it was pretty much uh, the main thing a lot of people were talking about. Uh, a lot of my professors, you know, make sure we get this Cheney game, battle of the first. Um, a lot of people were there. It's probably one of our biggest field games. You know, it was live streaming everything. Um, personally, for me, um, it was my first step to make uh, a statement about myself at Lincoln. So um, it was a little rough only because uh, I had to battle through some things in order to get myself in, uh, involved into the game. Um, but as the game went, you know, uh, scored to tie the game up right before half. Uh, it was my first time, you know, experiencing uh, college football at the uh, NCAA level. Um, I mean, it was really. I mean, it was it was it was it was it was a big battle going uh, back and forth between the both of us. Uh, fortunately, we weren't able to pull it off in the end. But I mean, it was a. It's, it's something I think Lincoln and Cheney is definitely going to miss being able to see once a year. It's part of the, it's kind of part of the culture of uh, the two universities going through that battle uh, once a year. So I mean, I, I know it's something that people have been people have been. Uh, the track of the last couple of years, something that the alumni are really proud about. Um, so seeing that chain no longer has uh, football anymore is kind of going to take away from one of the biggest things that Lincoln, uh, that Lincoln looks forward to every single year. So, And, and people you may think you just popped up on the scene. Like you said, last year was your first season. You had a unique journey getting to this point. 
take us back to that journey and how you were able to, to end up at Lincoln. Uh, so um, Lincoln wasn't really my first choice coming out of junior college. Uh, I was actually looking forward to playing in a big sky conference, but uh, what happened was I had some issues with my clock, uh, my division one clock, meaning so I can only play one year left of division one, but I had two years to play the division two because of the semester system. So uh, I didn't find that out till late in the game. And I had a couple of people really trying to, you know, put a word out for me because it, this, we're talking like April, May. I'm still trying to find a home because, you know, the school I was going to go to, I couldn't get there anymore. So uh, I had some people put in the word, put the word in. Uh, asked me to hit up Coach Pickens. You know, he's originally from California. He played junior college uh, football in California. Um, they sent him my tape. They sent it to the offensive coordinator. He loved me immediately. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the biggest reasons why I chose to come to Lincoln because the coaching staff here was so consistent with calling me every single day, making sure I was good, in and out of football, checking up on me, checking up on my family, speaking to my family, just trying to get me really involved into the program, showing a whole lot of love. So I knew I was going to be good coming to Lincoln because they showed so much interest compared to every single other school that was looking at me. So um, once I saw that investment, I knew that the only thing I could do, the last, the, if I was to come here, the main thing I was supposed to be doing was re giving them a return on their investment, you know. Um, they took a shot on me when I didn't have anything else left. I actually thought I was going to be done playing with the game because uh, the thing happened so late in the recruiting journey. So um, once that happened, I got everything situated. I got accepted into the school. I got out here about a month early before camp started just so I could start working with a couple of the quarterbacks, uh, getting involved in the school system, make sure all the classes are straight, and just make sure I was in the best shape possible with the coaches and some of the teammates before heading to the students. So, uh, coming into camp, you know, I, I, I did my thing in camp. Uh, I took practice every single day like it was my last. Uh, unfortunately, what happened with me was, uh, like you said, I kind of just showed up on the spot. You know, they kind of had who their guys were going to be. They had their uh, who their guys were going to be, who were they going to target on the offense, things like that. And I kind of had to earn my way from the bottom, you know. Um, the, the one thing that they first told me at that Cheney game was uh, it was a good thing that it was a home game because, for me, Unfortunately, since I had just got established in camp, that I might not have been traveling if it was an away game. So I kind of took that on the chin, you know, and I was just – from that point, I was like, they don't even know what they just did. Like, I'm about to come over here and take take everything over. So uh, in the middle of that training game, I actually got in when I wasn't really supposed to. You know, um, the game was starting to uh, get out of our hands just a little bit, but not enough for we, so we couldn't uh, get back in it. And uh, they were calling somebody else's name. He was nowhere to be found. I jumped in. I even heard a coach on the sideline say, man, who is this kid? What's he doing? And my first play, I put somebody on their back uh, in my blocking game. It's something I take, I take a lot of pride in. And then from there, they was like, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and keep him in. Uh, scored that half. Uh, kept doing my thing. I stayed in the whole rest of the game. From that second week on, I started every single game of my career. So that that That's a phenomenal story, dude. And, like, when you, when you were dealing with those challenges coming from the JUCO level and – that uncertainty and, and then deciding, man, I don't know if I'm going to continue to play college football. It really challenges your, your, your love for the game, but the fact that you stuck through it and, and stuck to it, um, that shows that you have a true love for the game of football. What is it about football that you love the most? Uh, just the competition, man. I just know what I love about football is that you can tell who really loves the sport and who, invest in it and who's just out there just trying to get a jersey and who's out there for all the other stuff that comes with football. Um, 
I feel like that's one thing that really separated myself from a lot of the players here when I first came up. I was all about my business. You can see off the first practice that, you know, I really I really do this. Like this is a bit this is not just something I wanna go to college and experience. Like I want this to be a big part of my life for as long as I can. Um, I, I love the fact that you gotta really reap what you sow. So if you put a, put the hours in, you know, you're gonna see some results from it. Um, and then outside of that, it's just the, just the competition in itself. You know, um, you're able to express how you're feeling, especially on offense or defense. You're, you're able to express how you're feeling through playing the game. So, I mean, I took every single play like I was getting the ball. So if they wanted me to go kill some backer, kill some safety, you know, I had no problem with doing that. I was able to express how I was feeling with everything by, you know, taking somebody out, you know, catching, uh, getting the catch, you know, being real physical after the catch trying to run somebody over, try to steal from somebody, try to make my move, you know what I'm saying? It's just – and then the overall feeling of every time you get in the end zone, knowing that your hard work is starting to pay off. Like, when you go out there and you were just reminiscing on all the hours you put in in the summer and then you end up in the end zone, you remember that this is exactly why you put in all those hours, while you was up at 6 in the morning, not finishing your day till 11, 12 at night, you know, doing the multiple weight run uh, sessions in the day multiple route runners, you know, I'm from California, so we out here doing the beach workouts, doing everything I can, trying to fix my craft, getting involved with everybody. So it's just the, the, the grind, the chase, and then just being able to show your passion for the game. It's everything I love about it. It's, it's a beautiful game, man. There's nothing like – I don't think a lot of people don't understand. There's nothing like scoring a touchdown. You know, that's one of those feelings that you have to do it in order to understand – how special that is because you don't score many you know it's not like basketball where you could you know get 40 points a game where you're constantly scoring buckets you know touchdowns are so hard to come by that when you get in that end zone everybody's looking at you it's just no better feeling in the world it's all, I guess it's almost like hitting a home run you know yeah especially those I mean if you look if anybody would see my tape especially those ones you know you're on the red zone of 20 and in and it's just who want the ball more you know, just floating the ball up in the end zone and seeing who's going to be more of a grown man to go up and get the ball and come down with it. You know, those those is the ones that I really love the most. Just, you know, your best man against ours. I'm going to go up. You're going to go up. Best man going to come down with it. That's how it is, man. And getting staying on the field, when you, you your tape is phenomenal. Um, you know, you're a big, big wide receiver. You, you can make plays short and long. Uh but let's let's break down the receiver position because a lot of people think it's easy for you guys just to get out there and just you know run routes and catch the ball. But there's a lot of work involved. Let's start back in the film room. What are you looking for uh, when you're watching film uh, against an opposing defensive back? What are some of the keys that you're looking for? Uh, it's actually funny that you say people think the job is real easy, man. Um, I remember every time I was working out in the summer, my mom would call me and ask what I'm doing. I'm telling her I'm working out, and she'd say, "Oh, you just out there playing cat." That's just something that I think is so simple as just going out there and playing catch. But um, then in the film room, man, I just I really want to pay attention to how they're playing their number one receiver, how they're playing, you know, their guys that are, you know, kind of in my position, um, understanding the defenses, understanding how the safeties will rock to roll if they want to play man, if they want to play zone. Um, I get really involved in our blocking game, so I understand the, the stunts within the D-line, understand the schemes and the defense and just really looking at deeper than just who's out there and what they're doing, but more of, you know, down and distance, what they're doing 
situational. You know, if it's second and third, what are they coming to do? If it's second and long, what are they coming to do? If it's getting in crunch time and you know that they're going to, that the offense is going to go to their big play receivers, how are they going to play them? You know, who they're showing the most attention to, how they're stopping the run. Um, personally, when I'm looking at my one-on-one matchups, the first thing I want to look at is if uh, if he's going to play physical. I'm a real physical guy in my game. I'm not going to be sitting here trying to make a billion moves, but you're going to feel me coming. Um, I'm going to make my, my presence known. So if it's somebody that doesn't really want to get in all that contact, then I'm definitely going to be extra on the contact. If it's that, somebody that's real patient with their game, you know, i got to understand. i got to try to break it down a little bit more. Um, and then especially just – I feel like you can really see leadership uh, through film. So if it's somebody that's kind of to themselves, you know, I'm going to expose that. If it's somebody that's trying to get really involved into the – trying to get involved with the coaching what's going on and I'm going to try to attack that if it's somebody uh, with the audio if I could if I could hear that talking to them a little bit may get them out their game I might say a thing or two I normally don't talk the entire game but if I know that's what I got to do to get you out your game and get and get my game back into its place then you know that's what I got to do but mostly the technique physicality and the the goals of the defense as far as stopping and number one receivers and stopping the run now we're, now we're in the huddle. Play call is coming to you. You break it. You get to the line of scrimmage. What are you now focusing on? So if I was to give that into a certain, a certain scenario, like uh, if we got four verse, we in the red zone. You know, we know we about to throw the ball up to me. You know, I just, I just reassure my quarterback as much as I can. You know, don't feel like you don't have to throw the ball to me. Don't feel, any, don't feel anything negative to be uh, negative about it. You know, give me a shot. Trust me, I'm gonna come down with it. You know, I, I make them that promise. You know, nothing bad is going to happen. Just throw the ball up. Nothing bad is going to happen. It's either going to be a, a complete pass. They're going to have to go through hell and hot water to get that pick. So, just, you know, give me a little shot. Give me my chance. And, you know, best man's going to win. Now you get the release off the line of scrimmage. The ball is in the air. What's the thought process then? Uh, just really focusing in on the ball, getting that tunnel vision. Um, I worked a lot with uh, Marcus Nash. Uh, receiver out of Tennessee, played with the Broncos a couple, uh, for a couple of seasons in the NFL. Um, he really uh, focused on me to really have a focus for a specific spot on the ball. You know, I've seen a lot of different uh, turns on the ball, a lot of different spots, a lot of different balls just coming out the air. And it's just keeping my eyes on the ball. Uh, so it's a receiver coach that goes by the name of Keith Williams, uh, receiver coach from Nebraska. He, he really teaches that uh, – when the ball's in the air, your eyes should be as a camera. If you were to take a picture of every single pass that you caught and you were to go get the, the film developed, that every single picture should look the exact same no matter how it's coming. So um, I just know focusing on one uh, spot on the ball, keeping my eyes on the ball, keeping the focus, and just looking it in. You know what? I always use the, the saying, you know, a player, a receiver can slow the ball down with his eyes. People think it's crazy, but – that's essentially what you're describing, correct? Yeah, it's just when the ball's in the air, it's like it, everything just slows down. It's that focus. It's that tunnel vision where nothing in the nothing in the world matters except for that ball. So when you get your focus to that certain level, it really does feel like everything in the world is slowing down. The entire game is slowing down. It's that level of focus you have towards the ball. So I, I definitely agree with that. Now you're at the catch point, man, and this this is money time. Well, what – What's going through your mind as you're trying to make or now trying to secure the catch? Nothing. I, just, I always have a calm, clear mind and just focus straight on the ball. As soon as I find that spot that I want to focus on, I keep my focus on it, put my hands up, make sure I get it with my fingertips, snatch it out the air, 
uh, cover it up. Make sure it's not leaving and make and bottom line protect the cash before I do anything else. So if it's a thing where we both in the air and I gotta go up and get it, I make sure I have the cash secure before I lay it. I make sure I have the cash secure before I try to make my move. Um, it's all about that initial catch to complete the pass so I can make the play before anything else goes on. When you look at your game, man, a lot of people, you know, that was awesome, by the way. A lot of people look at how, okay, this guy is, you know, 6'4", you got to put him on the outside. Or if a guy is 5'9", you got to put him on the inside. Really, size doesn't dictate where you play as a receiver, but where do you feel as though you're best suited to play at the next level? Definitely an outside guy, uh, but I do have a lot to offer as far as uh, a spot to do. Um, anybody that's going to bring me in, of course, is going to see every single bad about my film, every single good and bad about every single game I play. So they're going to understand that, you know, anything that doesn't go my way, I make up for somehow in the run game, you know. And it's 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 got to be something you got to understand with your personnel. So if I understand that I need to offer a certain thing to this play, that's where I'm going to play. So um, I'm not really the type of guy, the type of player that's going to blow you away with a 4-4-40 time. So if we got a concept where, you know, we're trying to clear somebody out with like a, a slot running vertical and the outside guy running the dig coming under, then, you know, you got to understand you got to take time running the route or if you're the slot, you got to just get out there and go. Uh, I definitely feel like I can offer anything to an offense that they need me to, that they need me to uh, do. I have no problem going over to uh, get one-on-one with linebackers as far as running or, or uh, running routes. Um, I know I'm real patient with my releases. I know I can make with those 50-50 balls. Um, I know I can get physical with the open run game. Pretty much it. I know I can. I know I have a lot to offer as far as outside and slot. But if I was to choose particular uh, exactly which I want to do, I'd definitely say outside to the left. Yeah, you definitely have a lot to offer, but you also have a lot to offer from, you know, perspective. And football sort of teaches you that, right? What is the biggest thing you would say football taught you? It, just going through this last season alone. Uh, people didn't understand. They would just look at our record and look at the point deficit and be like, man, what's going on with Lincoln? But they didn't understand that we had 65 freshmen on a roster of six, I believe. So if there's anything that football taught me in this last year alone, it's just uh, patience. Um, you got to it's – it's definitely a process that you have to be able to buy into. It's definitely something that you have to trust, uh, especially with this project. You definitely have to trust the process. You definitely have to uh, trust the coaching and uh, – off, on the offensive side of the ball, who you are to the field is going to be dependent upon your uh, relationship with the team, relationship with the coaches, relationship with the players. So if there's anything that football taught me is to uh, keep, your, keep the best relationship you can with people, uh, a whole lot of patience, and that just knowing that your time is going to come. You know, if, if you really earned it, if you really worked for it, your opportunity to shine is going to come. So, I mean, it's a lot of faith. That uh, has to come between uh, yourself, uh, based on your religious perspectives, a lot of faith in God, knowing that, you know, you're not here for no reason. And just uh, always having, uh, being able to keep confidence in yourself. So with football, the, the, the thing people don't understand about football, I believe, is that the game is going to go on regardless. So if you make a bad, like if, if if I drop a pass, I'm not about to base my entire game off that drop pass. I'm gonna make up for it. It's football. There's gonna be drop passes. There's gonna be bad ball. There's gonna be uh, bad balls. You know, there's gonna be fumbles and stuff like that. It's part of the game. So, being able to understand what's going on, own up to the mistake, do better, and move on past the mistake is just another thing that is 
I believe is the beauty of football, being able to take the mistakes and move past it and still end off the day on a good note. Man, listen, you, you hit a, on a lot of key points, too. Football does teach you a, a hell of a lot of patience, right? And um, when you look at this whole process and, and going through it and, and you know, being patient and, and you know, having a, to, you know, get to the point where you are now, going through what you have to go through, man, I think you're built to, to sustain success at the next level, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Where can people follow you on Twitter to keep up with your journey as you make the jump to the pros? Uh, both my uh, social medias, Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at uh, above Sean A B O V E S E A N N. You can find me on Facebook, Andre Price. Uh, Snapchat, if you guys do the Snapchat, uh, Andre Price Ten. Uh, that's pretty much everything I'm on. Yeah, you got it all covered, man. You got the Snapchat, you got Twitter, you got Facebook. You know, you, you got it all covered, man. I like that. Well, Andre, listen uh, again. I've seen you play live. I've seen you on film, broke down your game. I think you definitely have pro game. And like I said, we wish you the best luck moving forward, and we appreciate you taking time, man. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. I appreciate you seeing something in me and bringing me on, uh, onto the show. Everything that's about to happen from us uh, moving forward, and I, and I thank you for sticking, forward, uh, sticking around my uh, journey to the league.